Welcome to Xbox Uncut. My name is Jason, and this is episode 188. And we have a special episode again. We have a returning guest, Mr. Rick Lagnizi. Hello, everyone. From Warhorse Studios. Yeah, yeah. For on the game Kingdom Come Deliverance, which looks absolutely fantastic. We're going to get into that more on this episode. Uh, and But also we have Dustin. Hello, everyone. And Will. Hello. And maybe Tim at some point. <laughs> Tim is here. He's just not talking yet. Let's see. Uh, Steph is on a camping trip. So, Steph. I don't, don't find that an excuse. Cell yeah. towers are everywhere now. Steph, don't I make your wife be out in the wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he could be texting in. But yeah, welcome to all those watching live. Um, we will get into the details. I know I've been yelling about it on Twitter. We will get into the details about the exclusive poster that uh, Rick's going to give away at some point on this podcast. I'm not sure when. We'll do it at some point. Um, but before we get there, I think uh, we should talk about some Kingdom Come. Cool. That sounds good to me. What do we want to start with, boys? Well, what about before we get into any of the... Are you born like in Fallout, or do we just start off as a... <laughs> Are we born in Fallout? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that, 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 that sounds about right. <laughs> where do we start? Where does the game start? Oh, For where people takes... that haven't heard... Yeah, we're like... Oh. If I'm like in the first two minutes of this game, <laughs> what am I seeing? Like, is See, it just... That's what's really cool, because, um, you know, if we show that the, the part of the presentation or part of the, the B-roll that I have... That's actually where it starts in the beginning of the game. Um, and, and I guess if for those who don't know about Kingdom Come Deliverance, it's, it's an open-world sandbox, uh, first-person RPG, and it's a lot about investigating, exploring the, the events that happen to your friends, yourself, your family, as um, uh, your, your home, homeland, your hometown, um, has been, uh, well, been raided and invaded by King Sigismund of Hungary, which is pretty cool because, like I said in the last, uh, last time I talked, you know, it was actually... Um, based on actual history in the early 15th century. And King Sigismund and the, the Cumans, um, who are actually a, a nomadic tribe in actual history, they were forced out of Asia uh, by the Mongols, Mongolians, and they've lived at this point in Hungary for 100 years. And they, they come in silver scalis, well, that's, that's where you live, and they wipe out just about almost everyone. You're one of the only sole survivors. So your, your father, your mother, uh, friends, family, most of every single person there are, uh, has been has been slaughtered, and so you're on a quest for vengeance to restore balance. Um, and, and not only that, but King Sigismund abducts his own half brother, who is the king of Bohemia, which is uh, where Silver Scalas is in Bohemia, modern day Czech Republic, and he abducts him. Um, so there's a lot going on, and and you you're you're, you're pretty ticked off, and you you, you want to restore balance um, to the empire, and you're you're on a quest for vengeance. Ooh. I don't think you could really have a better setup for just like going, yeah. <laughs> you know, hey. your entire family's been killed your nation's kind of just in ruin and you kind of just need to get like uh, man get that, to the chopper yeah, yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of like the batman thing it's like no your parents are dead um <laughs> well <laughs> uh tim says sound is all fucked up i agree um but <laughs> we should really get into the b-roll because now, now we're getting to apparently we're, we're set up. overlapping. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and transition over. Oh, okay, sure, sure. Why not then? Um, and you can press and, play whenever you want. We can get into this. 
Yeah, so um, sometimes maybe if you guys don't mind, I can even stop in between just to talk about something real quick. No, go mm -hmm. ahead, please. I know that kind of looks annoying with the pause in there or whatever, but I'll just well, I'll let it sit. So, yeah, uh, this is gonna, we're going to go into actually the first quest in our game. And um, so, again, uh, Silver Scalus, Bohemia, modern-day Czech Republic, 1403. What's interesting is Dan Varvra, who is the creative director behind Mafia 1 and Mafia 2, is also the creative director behind our game. And he lives in Czech Republic, so he, he was inspired to make this based on, you know, actual history. Um, it's not a medieval simulator, so there's, it's a video game, right? So uh, th there are, what's really cool is there's actual, there's a lot of non-fictional characters in the game. Not all of them, but, uh, and, and speaking of that, Henry is actually a fictional character. Um, but, you know, you, you get to take part in, in his story. So that's his father and his mother to the left, of course. And uh, it's, 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 there's a very emotional, um, some things that are about to happen. And not, not that it's necessarily a spoiler, because if you've seen our trailer, an E3 2000, uh, our E3 2017 trailer, Silver Scalus is burned to the ground. And like I was saying in the beginning, it was raided by um, King Sigismund and the Cumans. And they, well, there you go. He loves his wife, as you can see. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so... This is one of the last things that Henry um, has as an experience with his father and mother. And he, they, they actually forge a sword together. And you'll see that on the, the cover art. Um, uh, excuse me, I'm going to pause it for a minute. So on the box cover, if you see for... And again, it's coming out for Xbox, PlayStation, and PC, of course. February 13th. Finally have a release date. Yes. Oh, we've been wanting to say this for a while. But we finally yeah. got a specific release date. And by the way, I have to renege on something I said the last time we talked. Uh, I was very, very confident that we were going to release in 2017. And regardless of, you know, we, clearly we, we, we've had to delay the game a couple of times. Um, but we, we just can't release the game until it's ready. So mm -hmm. I, have, I have no problem in saying that we definitely have a lot of polishing to do. Um, I'll be, for the, for the community, I will state that we are tired of games being broken when they release, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, I want to uh, be able to say you're welcome, and you're welcome when it's released, that when you play it, it runs incredibly smooth. Because yeah. um, the, the, for our backers, I always I love you guys. I thank you very much. And I, I got to tell you, if you don't know already, we've come so far from our voiceovers. Um, or even uh, we had face holders placements in the, in the game. So now we actually do have uh, act Henry's actual face. Who, um, Luke McKay stars as Henry. Um, if you're not familiar with Luke McKay, um, this is how far we've come with voiceovers. Um, I know I'm going on a tangent, but I tend to do that a lot. Um, there, there's a, there's a, a non-fictional character in the game <coughs> called uh, Conrad Kaiser, and he's a German military engineer, and he helps uh, build a trebuchet for you uh, for a particular castle siege. And Brian Blessed stars as Conrad Kaiser. He does the voiceover. Now, do you guys know who he is? No. <laughs> no, honestly. Okay. Well, no, that's that's because us Americans, you know, we don't we don't know anything. Say I'm but, American. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is he's a very, um, very, very famous and popular um, uh, British actor. And he's oh, okay. Europe. He's very witty. Has a lot of humor. I, I, please look up Brian Blessed sometime. Not just in Kingdom Come Deliverance. <clears throat> excuse me, but he is an incredibly good actor. And by the way. I'm not going to lie and act like I knew a ton about Brian Blessed. So, of course, when they talked to him, I'm like, oh, wow, i got to look this guy up. He's amazing. Well, if you don't uh, mind me interrupting for a second, I would just say that's ahead. the great thing about these games. They introduce you to people like him. I mean, it's there are ways to 
introduce you to those kinds of people and then you can look at their catalog and see even more great things they've done so i i like that i mean if oh you, if you know yeah. everything already then it's no fun <laughs> you know it's it's just really cool because you know um it's no secret that we had a kickstart in 2014 which was the third most successful kickstart and there's no shame in that it's just we're, we don't have like um uh, we're not like a triple A, you know, huge studio, right? Like we do it. We started with like 20 people. Now we're up to 115, which is great. But, you know, we we want to give the best look we can with with, uh, you know, with every business, there's a budget. OK, um, whether it's talked a lot about it or not, that's the reality of it. And so we do the best we can with what we have. And if it wasn't for the, the backers, uh, boy, I know everyone would say this, but it's the truth. We would not be even talking right now. There wouldn't be this game. So we we've been, we were able to to ensure our investor that hey listen the, the people believe in this game so yes we're live Tim now get on <laughs> uh, but um, yeah anyways uh, and, and guys you know remember what I said because I was listening to our last podcast so I'm like I didn't want to keep on like repeating what I was saying before or whatnot but I do remember one thing is I I know I can go on so you. I love it when you guys cut me off because maybe it'll help balance our podcast. Um, <laughs> hey, man, I, just, but, I, yeah. I love it. I love the stuff you're bringing up. And uh, it, Look, the interesting part of games to me is the stuff that you wouldn't normally ask about, like the odd things, like these random actors that – um, these awesome actors that you get and you know like even like the kind of people you want to do the music with and all right like, let's just know. throw it out there this this gentleman was prince fulton he was flash gordon on flash gordon was prince fulton ah uh, <laughs> yes I, you're talking about brian blessed then. yeah yeah i just went to look at his filmography you like him now oh yeah, yeah of course it's, it's amazing he's been on family guy he's done a lot of things like he he's been on macgyver wow <laughs> Yeah, so uh, please go on your tangent, Rick. We are good with it. <laughs> All right, good deal. I, 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 it sounds like I heard Tim. Is Tim here? Tim, you, you hear me? Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I had uh, some Skype did an update and I don't know, set up all my settings all crazy. And... Yeah, no, no, it's, I hear you. I, I, but I, I, I don't know if this is a new feature for Skype or not, but this is really cool that I can share with everyone at once. I, I don't know. I don't know. Whenever. Yeah, you so, can share through your desktop. It's really cool. But. Uh, yeah, so okay, going back to I can actually remember what I was going what I need to go back to is the sword. So you'll see you'll see Henry, you'll see like his, his scalp, his uh, head, you know, kind of bowing like um uh like a humble a humble uh, knight or whatever. And he has the sword on the box cover art. Well that, that sword is very significant because it's the last thing that him and his father work on together. Because you're Henry, like I said before, and you're son of a blacksmith. You're not going to be some king, okay? You're not going to be some super mega hero. There's no magic in this game. There's no dragons. This is, again, for first-time uh, listeners about Kingdom Come Deliverance. We really do base it on actual history and actual combat. We have full-time historians, sculptors, um, painters that do digital paintings in the game that put in churches, castles, monasteries that give you that feel that you're actually there. And, but, again, going back to this sword, um, this is where we're about to walk up the hill. Uh, to the left and talk to Henry's father and I, I know it sounds like a spoiler but again if you saw our trailer it shows that um, you know his father and his mother talks about how they've been killed and friends and family are most most everyone in Silver Scalus and you're 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 obviously pretty pissed off and you want to you want to get vengeance and um, you know the the king that's been abducted uh, King um, uh, Wenceslas the fourth he's over Behemoth he was called the lazy king but even though he was a pretty bad king, 
Um, you know, Henry's not happy that his king was abducted and that King Sigismund from Hungary's come over and has slaughtered people. They're taking goods. They're, they're stealing the, the silver from Silver Scalus because, of course, silver um, was a popular uh, place for Scalus to, well, to invade, to, to, to steal, to mine, because it was a popular mm -hmm. uh, place to mine for silver. But, um, yeah, so let's, let's walk up here. And if you look up at the top, do you see the, the, the um, compass? And you see the A? Yeah. Well, um, and you know what? Forgive me, but if I stop it again, I'll just say that that only is there because we had talked to Henry's uh, mother in the beginning. And she wakes us up, and we're like some, so we're like the, your average, you know, like young uh, teenager or ready, young adult, or whatever, really immature. You know, he's got cuts on his hand from the other, from the, um, other night because he was messing around, you know, at the pub, fight, whatever. And she asked him what he was doing, and she's like, you know, get up. It's, it's, you know, it's late in the morning. You got to see your father. He wants something for you to do. And, you know, um, but because she talked to him, said you have to talk to your father. Well, the A is right at to the father. Because it, so it gives you an idea of kind of only where to go because you know where your father is. There's not going to be an arrow pointing to where to go. And there's not going to be a trail of breadcrumbs. So you'll, you'll see those icons show up as you talk to people. But you'll, you'll know where. So if you're not sure, like if where it is or they're not sure where it is, they might say by, for example, the, the woodcutter's camp. So there'll be a shield icon, not maybe where you need to talk to that person in the camp, but it'll at least be at that camp. You follow me? Like it's, we're mm -hmm. not going to hold you by the hand. So you're not going to get indicators of where you go unless you do the proper investigating and ex exploring, which is kind of cool. So, um, you know, it's not going to be completely like a Dark Souls where you're totally like lost and there's absolutely no help whatsoever, but we're not going to put arrows over someone's head and saying, go here. I like and that's cool, yeah. but we're not doing that. That's all. So. How would you how if you have indicators? How would you uh, how would they show or how would they uh, well, how would you describe them if you do oh, have well, types of indicators? Yeah, that, that's what that shield is up at the top of the the compass there. Mm -hmm. The A. So in between the west and northwest, yeah. you have the A. Now, when okay. we talk to Henry's father, he has a few things for us to do because he wants we need to forge a sword. For um, and, and again, if, if I was doing the presentation like actually live, live like at E3, we'd be playing this. But this presentation normally goes for half an hour, and it's cut to like 15 minutes. So forgive me if I have a little longer of a pause. But if you guys don't mind, I'll explain it in, in detail. You know, no, if you go want. ahead. I'm um, believe me, the people listening want to love this. This is very cool. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, bro. So, um, so okay, we talked to Henry's father, and he says uh, that that we need to, you know, we're 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 forging a sword for um. Um, um, man, I hate sometimes when I'm live and I forget the name last minute. It's for uh, the Lord. Oh, I'll, I'll come back and I'll remember his name. But um, it's Lord Ratzik. There we go. I don't know how I could forget that name because that's an important name in the story and I'll leave it at that. But Lord Ratzik. And we, we, in order to forge the sword, we need um, to get the, the cross guard and the pummel. And we need to, to purchase charcoal. But we also need money. And Henry doesn't have any money. And Henry's father says, well, if we're going to... Um, uh, you know, the one way we can get money is there's a guy in town. His name is Kunish, and he is your local prick. He's he's like that guy. There's always that local jerk off that you don't want to deal with, and he's that guy. <laughs> so he owes us hammer, nails, and axe and money, and and we need to get that from him and see how we can actually do that to then take those goods and sell them, and um, then we can purchase uh, or we can purchase the charcoal to to forge the sword. So. Here, so you know how he help. says, come here, I need your help. If you walk away and then come back to him, he says, are you start. deaf? I said, come here. Anyway, so it's, it's kind of funny, but yeah, so finishing the sword, finishing the sword for Sir Ratzik or Lord Ratzik. And um, 
the if you notice the attention to detail with these guys because obviously we could just watch the whole cutscenes, but these cutscenes can be long but again oh this is great because i forgot we skipped it for the oh i gotta stop it toby's going too fast in this in this presentation no um <laughs> so uh well let's let's um skip ahead to this there's a lot in the game and you know how some games you know you got to look up things on like their own wikipedia because there's a lot going on and that's okay mm -hmm. But we try to have it all right here. So um, you'll see, like up at the top there, there's 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 like um, there's a beginner thing. But if you like, uh, we're scroll down here to dice, horse, items, and equipment, um, lock picking. It'll it'll show you the controls. It'll show you how you can haggle, how you can. If you go down the list, obviously alphabetical order, all the way down to even surrender. So it'll show you how you can make your opponent or your enemy surrender. You don't have to kill everyone. In fact, you can go through most of the game, um, maybe eighty percent of the game without killing a single person. But there will be big-scale uh, battles at times or things that will lead up to it. Um, there will be some battles that are, are avoidable, like I said. And, and you can show mercy, and maybe they'll show you mercy later on. Or maybe different quests will open up because you didn't kill them. Um, your reputation could be better by showing uh, mercy and uh, having them surrender. Or you could surrender. So if the guards come at you, like in this presentation, if because uh, it was playable at E3, and I said, hey, guys, look, if you want to screw around... Um, and, and play the E3 build, and you can want to just try and kill people, go ahead. But you're going to trigger the crime system, and this is not GTA. There's no helicopters. There's there's no there's no like uh, uh, you know fast car. Like uh, I'm not good with cars, but what's a fast car? Like that's in GTA. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, fake Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. You're not going to hop on one of those bad boys or a boat. Um, you know. Good luck. You know. Try and find a horse and get out of there or something. But. Guards are going to come at you, and you, you know you can either surrender or they'll kill you or whatever. But what you're saying is, I can't <laughs> well, rob. I gotta ask for it. gamers. Can I just kill everybody? You can kill just almost anybody in the game, almost. almost but remember, okay. it's a video game, right? So, well, I mean, if I wanted to break the game, which you know there's going to be somebody that tries, we're going to try and make it where because <laughs> let's put it this way, it's a very story-driven game, right? So if yeah. you, you, your history will repeat itself. Oh yeah, so, you'll just destroy your 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 uh, pathways through the game. You you still can in some respects, but you won't be able to kill some of the main NPC characters. Mm -hmm. But let's put it this way: you can loot anybody if you kill them, which means loot anything. Like you ever loot someone and like, man, they got this really cool sword. Why the hell can I not pick it up? You know, in, in this game you can. So like, it doesn't matter. Like um, you know, if they have like a really nice sword that's uh. You know, it's not going to be like um, this sword's going to have like 500 damage points, okay? Uh, a sword has only does so much damage against a particular type of armor, like we talked uh, last time. So, but you can, you can equip anything they're wearing, you know, um, food they have on hand, um, whatever. So that, that is, that's kind of cool. Um, if I continue, it's showing some more of the things you can do here pickpocketing again it's going through all the stuff shows you the controls to help you out through the game now actually let me go down a little more here this is really cool so you see all the characters right here mm -hmm. um these I love are the all... pictures i love the old school uh yeah drawn pictures the, the, it's medieval history right it's medieval um uh, artwork too right so yeah. it, it really makes you feel like you were there um so, you know, on a, on a side note, if, if you're not a big fan of history, you can still really enjoy our game, and you don't have to look at any of this stuff here. But if you're even the least bit interested in history, you will be absolutely sucked into this game because, again, it's a video game. It's not a medieval simulator, but 
that all these characters here are not necessarily um, in the game, but some of them are, or they're at least mentioned. So, like, uh, one of my heroes is uh, John Huss. He was a big uh, reformer, and, uh, you know, people might have heard of Martin Luther. He, John Huss was like Martin Luther, and I just love it, because there, there's, there's, um, there's, there is religious background in the game, because, of course, our game takes place where a, a lot of the... Very uh, religious holy, time. Yeah, Holy Roman Empire was taking place, so... Uh, you know, if we're biased to something in this game, it's to history. So history will repeat itself, but it's up to you how you get there. That's what we can talk about a little later in this presentation. Um, so, yeah, so it'll go through the guys, and I told you about Conrad Kaiser. Okay, now you see the letters up at the top are the other shields? Mm -hmm. Those are shown now because, again, we talked to Henry's father. <clears throat> so keep in mind this is a work in progress. This is definitely not the final build for our game. <clears throat> So you'll, you'll see things that might, you know, be a little buggy here or there, whatever. Now, this is pretty cool with her with the, at the well, because if she continues to do that over and over again, the, well, aye, the, the, the bucket will come up with, with the water in it, or she can have it go back down and load it up with the water. Um, the, the, you know, so people actually talk about current events and things like that, that's going on in the game. They'll talk to you based on the different types of, um, if it's raining out, they'll talk about the, the, the rain. If you have blood on your clothes, they'll tell you, oh my goodness, what happened? Um, okay, this is Kunish. Now, Kunish and the, the angles on this are going to look a little different when the game is released. But that, that is how Henry looks now. He's come a long way, that dude. And that is Luke McKay. So that's, he's also a well-known actor um, in Europe. Okay, i got to pause here. This is awesome. Now, um, you guys already know how pumped up I get about this. So forgive me if I over-exaggerate, but I don't feel like I am because I'm, I have... I've been a fan. For those of you who don't know, I was a huge fan of this game before it, uh, I worked for these guys. So I, it's like Dream major. What do what, what the what us cool nerds call it? Nerdgasm, I guess? Yeah, right. nerdgasm. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Uh, whoops. Oh, anyway. Um, okay. So I guess that stays in the way with that. All right. Now, we have obviously three options here. Um you know, if you say you can expect a visit from father, well, Henry's father told us to go. Notice to the right of debts must be paid and pay you drunkard. There's the skills there. Like, that's actually like a little Pac-Man face, if you will. And the swords are the intimidation. Do you guys see that? Over yeah. to the right there. Well, yeah. okay, so there's no skill to the right of you can expect a visit from father because we're not doing what our father said. He wanted us to go and talk to him ourselves and be mature and responsible about it. Um, so if we say that, Kunish is going to be like... Uh, you know, like basically about you know, man up or no, no. That's not, it's, he's not going to be convinced. Henry, if he wants to improve his skills, he needs to try and actually take a man up and do it himself. So he can say, you know, the debts must be paid. And if he tries to do that, well, that that's where your speech skill comes into play. And now this is where it gets interesting. Do you see in the bottom left corner? You see the two one three two for the skills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's only low because this is uh, the beginning of the game. Again, for those who are maybe just jumping in or didn't hear before, or, or for Tim, because <laughs> he showed up later, uh, which is cool. We love you, Tim, um, okay. especially because you're a Giants fan. Shout out to the Giants. <laughs> um, the, they're, they're low because this is the, the first quest of the game. I, I have a uh, question real quick. Can those yeah. skills degrade if you don't use them, or do they always <laughs> stay high once you get them trained up? Uh, really, really good question. Um not everything yet has been uh, finalized in the game, but let's put it this way. Uh, if I can give you a answer, what's my politically correct answer? Da, 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 da. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. No, <laughs> no. Um, basically, here's the deal. 
your skill can be the the two can be a speech um, can be your level of speech. But if you uh, fail, um, there's going to be other ways that you can try and make up for your failing. Um, I I don't actually think we're going to have it where you're going to degrade in your skill per se, but it definitely is not going to level up. And you let's put it this way too: you can have a high speech skill, but if you don't um, have next to it, you see the crown. If you don't have a good impression, um, then it doesn't matter how high your speech skill is. So, oh, cool. yeah, so let's put it this way. Okay, desk must be paid. We have a speech skill. Over to the right, you see where there's the four skills in the bottom right corner? That's, those are Kunish's skills, but they're question marks. So we don't know his skills yet. Now, I'll get to that and how we can know in a little bit. So you got the speech skill, then to the right, to the right is the crown. Then the, the flexing, that's your intimidation. And then that, that's, like, um, that, that, that's actually a dog right there. That's like an intimidating. That's like your respects level. Or as we said in our, our presentation, it's like your badass level. So um, all the skills work hand in hand. If we're dressed up like this, like where we are right now, like a regular town folk, right? And we're trying to intimidate him, even if our, our intimidation skill is very high, even if our you know, badass level is really high, if we're dressed up like that, he might not be as intimidated. But so it's not if, like Dead Rising where you can put on a tutu and intimidate people. Like, it's not. <laughs> you got you to dress the part. Yeah, like, you got to dress the part. If, if, so if I have heavy plate armor on, like full plate armor, and I have a bloodied sword, maybe it would work. Right? Yeah. But, right. Okay. So they, those yeah. can act as like uh, boosters for yeah. your. Uh, like, if I only have an intimidation of two, but I'm wearing like all black, will that increase my chance of intimidation just my outfit it it is based on your outfit yes it's totally based on your outfit so um well it's not totally based it's 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 a combination of both right it's the same it'll it'll just it'll boost or degrade whatever i have okay that's cool yeah absolutely so uh, now notice now going over to to the bottom right corner again kunish is uh do you see the like the the face there in the 65 that that's your reputation with him oh okay so um that can increase and decrease, of course. And furthermore, um, your reputation is not just based on a particular town. It's also on the individual, So that, which is pretty cool. So you can, you can piss people off, and you can even, uh, they might not even want to talk to you, or prices could raise in the market if you piss off the, the merchant. Um, now, uh, the quest, crown, yeah. Is the yep. crown universal for the whole world, while reputation per person is all... Everyone has their own skills per se, so yeah, it's really awesome. Um, each NPC has but their own speech really skills. It's really cool with the merchant, but like people overall can dislike you, or yep, well, it all, okay, yeah, absolutely. Each individual. Um, so the the way to know more about Kunish's uh, perks is by talking to him more. Um, you can talk to other people in the town and find out more about Kunish, so you can get an idea of his skill set. So then you would see his skills revealed, or maybe some of them, or if you level up your speech skill enough, we have perks in the game. Perks to unlock combos and or for speech in this case, there might be a perk where you can not like get telepathy, but you can talk to him right away and know his skills by having a really good speech skill. So Henry, right now he doesn't have a high speech skill. So what okay. To make it really simple simplify it, it's kind of like Skyrim in a way. What you use yeah. is what you'll get better at. So what you level up in. Confirm Skyrim copy. No, it's just. <laughs> now, I have a question. Uh, two, two, two questions. Uh, well, it's yeah. two parter maybe. Um, the way the characters, uh, the, do the characters have any kind of supernatural abilities, or is this really fixed set in reality, and 
is it fixed set reality within that time? Because uh, a lot from what I take from this is it's very instructional, uh, educational, as is fun as part of um, uh, actually being you know a fun game to play. But there is a lot of education put into this. So um, my my basic question is is that is there anything that he can do with magic or or is it is it fully set full within reality and also fully set reality within that time is that what the they're trying to recreate as if you were actually one of these people within that time and it's reality based yeah i love that question because there's there's no um i i, I just there's like a, a good long answer about that well, the, well let me give the short answer the short answer is yeah there's it's like we we kind of joke around like it's dungeons and and no dragons and no magic of any kind whatsoever this is um, uh, so I don't have to worry about an orc running over a hill anywhere. Like, <laughs> not unless uh, <laughs> you know uh, post launch, and because there will be modding eventually. Yeah, and yeah. you you can work some kind of magic or throw some kind of dragon in there just to just to say, hey just guys, there fun. is magic in this game. There are dragons. They lied or something and modded in there. Go ahead. But no. Um, so here's here's what's really cool. So I'm, I'm going to say uh, a, a huge yes, Tim. And there's also a no to that. The no, the simple, the no is an easier answer. Whereas, you, yeah, while it is educational, if if no one, if someone just went to Walmart or uh, Best Buy or just or bought the game online or whatever, right, and got it from Steam or whatever, and they decided to play the game, they might not know it's an educational game. They might not know that history will repeat itself, and they can play it like a complete video game and just know that it's a heavy story-driven game. So, you when I when you play it. If you're not a history kind of guy, you don't have to play it like it's a history game at all. Um, you can play it like it's any other role-playing game. But what is very unique about it is that the, the realism is something that you won't be able to escape, obviously. The realism is going to hit to the core for everybody. Um, we, we base the, the, even the combat on HEMA, which is Historical European Martial Arts. Um, and there's the swordsmen and fencers that worked with us. That, I mean, we actually had them that work with us, and even in our mocap studio. And we actually use... Uh, uh, we calculate uh, hit detection and collision. Uh, we have a system which means that we, like I said before, we calculate based on what weapon you're using and what they're wearing, how much damage you're going to do. And not only that, the collision comes into play because if you barely hit them, you won't do as much damage. So if you pierce them more or maybe you hit them, your opponent in the chin, his, his head can fly back. Um, if swords hit, sparks will fly. If you get a critical hit, you'll see blood come out, which is not a gory game. There's, you know, you're not going to be able to sever heads. In which, on that note, too, it's amazing how we look at movies and we think that that's realistic. Let mm -hmm. me tell you something. If you have full plate armor on, you're not beheading somebody. If no. You're not, you're not taking off any limbs, all right? Um, it's insane to me how we think that that's so necessary in a game. But, by the way, I do like it in some games. Okay, I'm not going to lie. But it's well, not, I mean, you know. I, I think some games get it good and some games get it bad. Like this... Is like we said. You said it's more realistic, so you're not going for like Ninja Gaiden three, where you just saw like a an arm fly across the screen. Because why not? But something in like I, what trailer was it? I think it was like for a Dark Souls game or something. I saw it, and you see a sword like flying through a human being, and it's just like, well, <laughs> I'd rather see the arm come off. Like I want to see. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I'm in Dark Creed. Souls three right now. I love Dark Souls. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, that was Assassin's Creed, so you were wrong anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, so, um, yeah, so, Tim, again, like, 
uh, and, and for everyone else, yes, um, history will repeat itself. But uh, we, we, like, what's really cool, even in the situation that's about to happen, is you can choose how you can get to certain events in the game. And, and then what's really awesome, that, uh, that like, even in our beta, there's, like a 60, there's up to a 60-man like, skirmish battle, right? But how this battle actually even takes place is up to you how it happens. You can go into the enemy camp and poison the food, but the only way to do that is you need to dress up as a cumin. The only way to dress up as a cumin is you got to take down a cumin soldier. And you can try and like burn their arrows so they don't have them when, it, when you have the fight. Um, you can try and be like Spartacus and try and kill them all uh, without getting any help. Or you can go back and report to Lord Robard, and you can say how many enemies are in the camp, what, you, what happened there, and how many, how, many, uh, how many people we need to go and fight them. And so, again, there's a lot of different ways that you can get to point A or point B or whatever. But there are certain events in the game that are going to happen because it's very story-driven. It's a very emotional story, too. There's, um, uh, no, I can't. I can't give any spoilers away, but it's going to be an awesome sto uh, story. And let me just say this. There's going to be a little over four hours of cutscenes in the game. Okay. So, but what's interesting is not all those cutscenes are going to happen for everyone. So Tim, I'm like, hey, listen, Rick, uh, I'm not really good with a Joyzy accent, even though I, I live in uh, New York. It's not, it's just not in Joyzy. <laughs> but, hey, Rick, uh, you know, I, uh, I, you see this cutscene with that skirmish man? There's like, uh, you know, 20 guys. Yeah, you see that? Is that good or is that bad, Tim? <laughs> I'm just putting hashtag Jersey saming in the chat. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was horrible. Anyways, uh, <laughs> about so, six, five. <laughs> Okay, five. Okay, then I failed. <laughs> I failed. I won't do that again. Uh, so, and I can make Tim. I never saw that man. I, 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 chose to do actually something different. I, I, uh, I talked my way out of it, or I talked him out, you know, out of the situation. So you'll have different cutscenes that'll happen too. It's not like um, you can go to like this guy. He's like, hey, I got these bandits that are coming after me, and they, they're gonna kill me. And you can't be like, hey, you know what? Give me about ten hours. I gotta go and do some side quests real quick. Let me explore Bohemia a little bit. Leave me alone right now. I'll get back to you in ten hours after I do all my side quests. Well, he, first off, he's not gonna be in the same spot and he's gonna be dead. The bandits are gonna kill him. Um, or you can, you know, go with him, protect him, and a different cutscene will happen because you maybe you, you know you took out the bandits and saved him. Or you can say, you know what, screw you, pal. Or maybe you don't say screw you, pal. You say whatever, and then you go find those bandits and say, hey, you know what? That guy's annoying. I want to take him out, too. And then you can kill him with the bandits, and then they'll give you... The, some other side quests will unlock, or different cutscenes will happen. So, uh, Before we get back to the video, I just want to ask, um, is there a way to do every quest in the game, or is it you're cutting off quests as you go along? Because like uh, you're saying with the yeah. side stuff, like if you go through a camp and you complete a mission which tells you you could do it by killing everyone, you could actually kill someone that could give you a side quest, I would guess. Jason was just, just is there a Megaton City where you can blow up with the new, like, is, <laughs> is there... <laughs> Hey, if you guys, like I said, when modding comes along, if you guys can work your magic, do your thing. And I'll, and I'll try, I'll play it too. But, uh, um, yeah, so that's, uh, it's a great question. Um, no, not all, everyone's going to be doing the same quest, of course, because if you want to be that jerk and you want to kill Someone that has quests, it's not going to be available anymore. Um, so that's but, replayability. No, but like, right will there. certain yeah. quests, like a certain decision in a quest, destroy other quests? Where it's like, it, you like, is there a moment in the game where you have to make a decision where? Yeah, baby, you, I like where you're going. Like you choose <laughs> this path and you go with this allegiance, and it cuts off the other, like the other, the other hand essentially, the other you know path. What's, 
Well, so here's what's really cool. It's yes and no to both because both okay. of it will happen. So, so yes, you're going to see those yeses in there. Like, how? Let's go with this, right? Let's do this right now because I'm going to show you something on a small scale. So we, when you make a choice here, you are going to be stuck with that choice. You can't go back. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it to where you're going to regret choices you make and you're going to like the choices you make. We, like, um, uh, oh, man, quick tangent, Fable. I love something in one of the Fable games. Was it Fable 2? I know. I'm sorry. There, it's all okay. Right. Okay, so there's a sh- that you have to abort. You're a slave, and remember, you your hair like your uh, look like you actually look like a monk almost, and you have to board the ship. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, like that guy, that dude with those powers, he like keeps draining your experience unless you submit to him. Do you remember that mm-hmm. part of the game? Yeah, and he's yeah. draining, and I'm like, you son of a, I'm like, I won't give in, <laughs> you bastard, and I wouldn't, and I I lost all this experience. I absolutely loved it because I really was like you. Freaking! I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna. I'm th- t- like talking to this guy, even though he can't hear me, of course. And there's gonna be choices you make in this game that are gonna be. I very- was sitting there listening to you. Somebody was there. Trust me. So, so watch this. Um, all right, we're gonna try and intimidate him. But again, we don't know his intimidation like skill, right? So he has a high intimidation skill. He's a tough dude. We're not gonna be able to intimidate him. We're, it's gonna. It's gonna fail. And it's gonna say fail. So what happens is. He's not willing to give us what he owes us. He's, he tells us to oh, F off, basically, okay? He's pissed. We're pissed because he's not giving us the stuff he owes us to get uh, money for the sword. We're going to fight. So here's a fist fight for you. It's going to be very quick because it's um, just a little part of the build. So once again, forgive me. I'll just pause it real quick. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me as we're fading out here. Um, the fight normally uh, wouldn't necessarily be this quick. But um, even the punching and kicking, you don't have to kill everyone, as I said before. And you can make people surrender. You can... Um, even like uh, as you do your punching and kicking, you can level it up too. So you can uh, perform combos. You can uh, grapple and bash his head to your knee, um, so on and so forth. But there was like a health meter and a, uh, that, a health bar that you have, and he has his own. You have stamina. He has his own. And maybe I'll save that for a little later because we've already been talking a lot about, uh, I don't know how far we're in, and we've only been three minutes into the video. So. No, we're good, man. Um, this is a long podcast. We, we usually do long ones. <laughs> okay, so here's what's freaking awesome. Let's say you lose this punching this fight, right? He's not going to give you anything. So if you lose it, um, he would, uh, you know, um, well, he's going to not let you in his house, and you're going to have to find another way to get money to buy the charcoal that you need to forge the sword. Now, if you win... Um, he's going to give you keys to go in his house, and there's a chest. You open it up, and you can get the hammer, the nails, and then he has an axe outside that you can take all of that. And you can go and then sell that those goods to, to get the groschen. Um, that's <clears throat> the uh, what they call it in being a, the, the, the bohemian currency, groschen. And you would buy the charcoal. But, uh, again, if you lost to him, and then you tried to go in and take that stuff, you could. You could still try, but his door might be locked or whatever. Or, or then he might try and kill you, or then the guards will come at you, right? So there's still other ways to do it, even though you failed. Game's not over. It's not like, screw you, you have to go back to the, some last autosave point. No. And then here's something else that's really cool. Um, I won't go into it just yet, but even though you lost the fight to him, if you did, you could maybe go back and fight him again. So sometimes you might make a choice you regret, and then there's another way to do what you wanted to do. Just might take a little longer, or a whole different avenue will open up. Does that make sense? Yep. Maybe? Okay. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, okay, well, actually, that's right. In this presentation, um, since it's cut short, I couldn't remember if we go in here or not. So this is where you'd go in and take the goods. But, uh, and so, um, 
if uh, yeah, th this shows that we won, of course. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to go in and just open up his chest like that. The lighting so, yeah. is amazing in the house, like how dark it is yes. in the areas with no lighting, and then the way it bleeds in. Like you guys did a great job with that. We appreciate it. And we've used some of our own engine with the Cry engine, of course, which uh, has actually worked very well for our game, and it's had its challenges too, because there's not really been a first-person RPG for using the Crisis, the Crytek engine. So. Um, again, this is where we buy the charcoal. But so uh, something else I'm going to show you in a little bit here, um, <clears throat> that if you lost and you don't have money, there, there's another way to get money. Um, and so take the, the, the goods. And there's a new dice game, a mini game that we haven't shown until E3, and it's called Farkle, which is actually like, a I don't know, 1,000 years old. And so it's a pretty cool mini game. So whether you have money or not, you can play it. Um, and... Uh, I'll, I'll kind of skip through like how exactly you play it, but there's a tutorial for everything in our game pretty much. Like you hit the help button, um, or you know the, the the back button or whatever, and uh, show you shows you how to play. But if you win and you beat them, then uh, you, you know you can wager and see if you want to win, gross or lose. And if you think this guy's cheating or or he's just being cheap, you can go to the merchant shop and buy cheating dice and try and like uh, get the particular die you want. Oh yeah, and you can say screw you, pal. But if he catches you. Again, remember we talked about reputation. He might not want to play with you again, or you have to somehow earn his reputation again. Um, and then, you know, things like that, of, of that nature. So, um, again, this is just... Uh, what's really cool in this game is... Um, even the, the trees and vegetation are based on, like... Well, are actually, th those are in Czech Republic to this day. So, if, if, if I had one, someone from Czech Republic say, oh my goodness, those are my trees, that's my grass. So, that, that's the kind of immersion we like to give you in the game. Um, so, again, even like the, the details here, uh, the, the, this is, there's still um, a long way to go with our game. And so, this is still a work in progress, of course, right? So, just, just getting that out there. But there's a cutscene that's going on right now where... There's a, a, a German that's in this shit. pub, because there's a pub here, and he's, like, talking a lot of trash right now. And, um, the one in fact, right next to his it's hard to like show this and talk at the same time, so I'll just cut uh, real quick or pause it. And he's talking with, with some people, and uh, he's saying, hey, look, you know what? And we all know how it is talking about politics today. Even being sober, people say a bunch of stupid things about politics. Now, uh, you know, I, being intoxicated with, with, with ale... Uh, he says even more stupid things, all right? So he's saying, hey, look, guys, listen. You're king. He's horrible. He's horrible. King, king Wenceslas IV is a lazy king. He, he didn't even show up. I mean, realize in history, he didn't even show up to his own coronation when the pope went to crown him. Damn. So, but um, it, it, unbelievable. But anyways, he's, he's going on about how it was, you know what? Get used to your new king, Sigismund, and how he's invaded and how it's worth it. And they're like, are you insane? He's slaughtered people. He's taking our stuff that's not his, right? And these three um, stooges over here are, are like, want to talk to Henry. And they're saying, hey, listen, he's talking crap. So we're going to go to his house. Let's so go to his house and let's take some the manure in front of his house. And, oh, wait, let me pause it. Oh, let me go back just a little bit. Okay, no, sensitive. There we go. And, yeah, so we can, we can say, hey, um, or I'm sorry, they, they want to go in, uh, to his house. There's a manure pile, and they, they literally want to go and take the manure and throw it right at his house. So they, they want to take the, the manure and throw the crap. So it's like, he's talking crap. Let's go throw crap at his house. Let's pull some prank on him because he's being a jerk. And he's, he's really uh, like offending us or ticking us off. And Henry can say, can say, I won't do it or I'll do it. 
Um, and if he says, I don't, you know, I don't want to do it, they're still going to go and do it anyway. And they're going to go to the manure and they're going to throw the crap against the wall. But if, you know, um, we go with them, then we can go and partake in it ourselves. But here's what I really want to discuss. There would be a third option if you lost the, the fist fight to Kunish. And it would say up at the top, like, well, if I'm going to do this, you need to do me a favor. And you basically you would tell him that you, let's go fight Kunish because he, you know, he beat me up. And now I want, I want to, um, I want to, I need the goods. He owes us. He owes us money and he owes us the, the materials. So it would be four on one, and we'd go back and be able to fight Kunish and get the goods and sell them and get the charcoal anyway. So it's really neat how there's going to be different opportunities based on who you talk to and what you do um, in order to fulfill certain quests that maybe even failed. So there'll never be a time where you're, you're, you screw yourself over and, you know, you, you can't. History is going to happen. You're still going to be able to do certain things. But, but to be very clear, though, some things you won't be able to go back and do um, when you fail certain missions. But, like, the, the majority, the main parts of the game you'll be able to get through. But, you, you know, it's, that's why it's up to you how you get there. Um, shall I proceed or is there any questions about No, I'm that? good. You have my attention. Let's do it. So, <clears throat> oh, well. um, the cool thing is, is uh, it's a lot of like, what are you waiting for, if you were like uh, real time events in the game, there we are. They're, they're, they're going right to the manure pile. This is pile. my favorite part of what I Boom. <laughs> yeah, so, <clears throat> now you see the cutscene, right? This cutscene's not happening if, you're, if you don't uh, go with it. So, uh, a lot of cutscenes, a lot of scripted uh, dialogue in the game. In fact, there's more scripted dialogue than even the Bible. Um, what the fuck in our do game, you think you're doing? tons of scripted dialogue. So, hey, Hans, so now what, this is kind of cool because, like, these yet. guys are ticked off. Like what are you doing? Why are you throwing the crap? So then they start. They actually, um, because he see, he catches them and then they, they get into do. a nice little fist fight. Can you guys hear that? Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah th so there's a lot of humor in this game too. So and it gets pretty interesting. Um, let me skip ahead a little bit. Boom! See him. Nice shot. Look at that. <laughs> Bam! Right in his head. All right. So let's go. Uh, they get a little fist fight. Pretty cool. There you go. You see some little kicks. And we're about to go to uh, like a combat tutorial, which is pretty good, darn cool. Do 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 do. All right. All right. This is awesome. So uh, it's kind of blurry, but now, whatever. Now this is the HEMA just... stuff. Like I, I've been watching a guy yes. lately on YouTube that does a lot of this stuff. And you can definitely see the techniques. Like, it's 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 can, very yeah. realistic. Can you see, like, the cursor going over the star here? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, explain okay. that. Because I've seen that a lot, but I haven't I haven't really had a great explanation of that just yet. Okay, so this is the, the six different ways you can attack. Um, the red indicator here is where the direction you strike in. It's not a magnet. If I um, strike up here, it doesn't mean I'm going to automatically hit his head. If he's moving... And I hit him in the shoulder, I'm going to hit him in the shoulder, right? Um, if I strike from a downward attack or uh, upward, you know, you, you'll, you'll go from up here. Um, and then the, the, the circle, the, 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 the little dot in the middle, that's where you stab. So that's just directional. And um, the reason why that's important is because it's, it's another part of the important reason of doing first person. It would be a lot more difficult having it from a third person view with the star. And this really gives you more like, I don't know. I know, I, and, I, and I like saying that almost like you're there, but we do really try hard in making you feel like you're there. So if 
um, you know, you swing your sword and like you hit the sword that you're gonna have the the sparks clash. If you hit him in a criti- uh, in an area where he doesn't have any armor, it's more easier to strike blood, or you get a critical attack, and um, uh, you'll, you'll you'll notice that blood will be wherever you hit him. And uh, let's see, do you see down below there with the the purple, uh, yeah. the little purple bar? That's his health. The red is your health, and the the yellow would be filled all the way up. But you can see that the blue shows where you don't have the stamina, where you've kind of lost a little bit of the stamina by striking or if you run. Um, and the stamina, you have to, like, it's kind of like a boxing foot, if you will. If you're going to swing your sword, you're going to have to rest a little, too. You can't just keep swinging. Um, and it's a, it's a buffer for your health. So if your stamina is all the way down and you're tired in that moment, you're going to be open for a critical hit. Is, so, it, a, is it a button press with the directional? So with the directional, you use like the the right stick, and then you, you you'll hit the button to strike with your sword. Okay. So, oh great! I hear my oh, toddler trying to break in the in, into the room here. So, anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, you can see like uh, we we just got a critical hit on us because our stamina went all the way down. Um, also, if you time a perfect like a, a parry. Um, You'll be you'll, like you'll see like a green shield in the center of that in, in the center of the star. That, did you see it right there? Shut up real quick. Let me back it up real quick. See if I can hit it right. Oh, look at that spark. Pretty wild. <laughs> well, let's see if you catch it. If not, it's okay. But there's a shield, and if you time it and you block it when he attacks, then it's like matrix, like like slow motion, and it gives you enough time to strike back. To I didn't back it up enough. But anyway, I'll so okay. Something else that's important. It doesn't... Um, oh, there it is. Did you see the slow yeah, motion? Yeah, So, right now, we have a blunt weapon. I think it's a mace that we're holding. There it is. So, why would you... Let me ask you guys. Why would you think it's better to use a mace against um, him than a sword in that regard? Heavier? Right, yeah. it's heavier. And the guy beforehand... Uh, notice how he didn't really have much of any armor? It was just like that he had some kind of protection. He had a gambeson. That's a gambeson. And then he has padding for his head a little bit, right? But he has, like, no chain armor. He has no full plate armor on. So this next guy, obviously he has a little more armor on. You're not going to do as much damage with a sword against the armor. So you want something, like you said, I think, Tim, you said it. You know, the, the it has more blunt damage. So here's what's really cool in our game. You can have a really super high fighting skill, right? And if it is... What, what, what will happen is maybe you can strike quicker. Maybe it's easier for you to uh, – you have more time to – give you a little more time to block. Um, maybe you have more strength so you can do a little more damage. But at the same time, you're not going to really be able to come to a point where you're super overpowered. I mean, yes, you have some weapons that will do more damage. And if you level up your sword fighting skills, maybe you'll, you have more strength and do more damage and more experienced. But the farmer that maybe you wanted to kill in the beginning because you wanted to be that guy to take him out and he had, like, no sword fighting skills – that same farmer that maybe you could have taken out early in the game, he can kill you just the same later on. Your health meter is not going to get more. You're not going to get more health in the game. Remember, this is historical European martial arts, so they can still get a critical strike on you, and you know you don't get some super defense level if you don't have your armor on. You're going to be open to more of a of a, of a bigger hit or a critical hit, and especially if you don't have a helmet on, you might die with one strike to the head. Doesn't matter how high your sword fighting skill is. So it's kind of cool because you can put 100 hours into this game and you can still die just the same. Follow what I'm saying? Yes. 
So I, I never I, I like to play games where I level up a lot and it makes you I, feel strong. I, yeah, yeah. Then I get frustrated where I can kill the, like even the hardest guys in a couple hits. I hate that. So I love it. It's a love hate thing. Um, so uh, let's see. You might notice the icon to the right of the health meter. That's where if you have too much on, you're a little heavier, so you you'll go a little slower. And um, this is was for the E3 build, so you could you could also play it at E3 and you could kind of choose what you wanted. And I told Tim, I was like, Tim, if you showed up, brother, you would have been able to do it. But no, Tim didn't show up. So, <laughs> I was thanks, dead. Tim. I'm still dead. I had a cold <laughs> sick today just uh, because I'm sick because I, I honestly so shot. Dude, I, I get it, man. It was exhausting. It was totally oh, I remember seeing you looked exhausted that one night, too. Oh, I was done. Brother, I was done. <laughs> You were, you and he was kneeling. He was kneeling. He was just, yeah. he was just like, it's like, yeah, I've been all day. I was just like, oh man. No, yeah, it was, it was out of, out of control. Um, so something else that's cool about the combat, if you, if you, if you hit someone in a particular body part and you do some particular damage, they might not be able to use their arm, or they might be a lot slower on their attack. So body part hits are critical too. Um, we actually were showing one guy who's like, he couldn't even really pick up his arm. They're like, what happened? Is that a glitch? Like, no, nope, that's not a glitch. So, um, it'll be a lot harder to take this guy down. So kind of like old boxing games where you might have want to focus on a certain point on their body over and over to kind of disable them. And which can be difficult too, right? Because again, the, the, you swing in a particular direction and if the other guy moves around a little more, it might be hard to hit that particular body part. But yeah, you know, you, you might want to try and do that if you can. Um, okay, so there's only four minutes left, but obviously as you know how long it's taken us to go through this presentation. Um, let me show you something and then I'll backtrack on something. So it's for the presentation or for the build, you could choose what you wanted. If you choose this heavy uh, plate armor here, and you can choose your weapons, of course, um, there's a helmet that you wear that actually um, obstructs your vision. So um, what are we doing now? We're just kind of showing like what you equip and whatever. But Oh, he didn't equip it. You dirty dog, Toby. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, so we skipped ahead and he did equip it. Now, you see that right there? Yeah. So, this is not a bug. This is how your visor would look with this particular helmet. Because if you notice in the menu, see the, like, the, ob the obscure, like, like, you can barely see through it, right? And there's, like, the little, the little, the holes there. So, that is exactly the look we wanted to give you when you use it in the game. So, yeah, it's going to be harder to die, right? It's going to be harder to take damage, but you won't be able to see as well. And good luck trying to shoot a bow. You're you're going to have a really hard time doing that. So so, so Rick, can you can you change like the like can you raise the visor and st the stuff like that if you want uh, to? Great question. That's what we want to implement with some of the helmets in the game that you can actually move the visor up. That we want to try and work that. Uh. Um, but uh, you know it's a give and take, right? So the more you equip, it, it just because it shows that icon being heavy. It'll kind of fill up as it gets heavier, and so you, maybe you can't run, but you can still walk. Um, it doesn't mean just because you have heavy armor that you're just going to always move slow. Um, we've tested full plate armor in, uh, in actual real life, and you can still roll fine, believe it or not. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty cool. So for this skirmish, this is what's really cool. This never even needs to happen in the game. So let's say one of you guys just... Um, Hey, Rick, man, I played this awesome skirmish, and there was these cousins that were, like, fighting against each other or something or what, didn't, don't like each other very much. And so I, I uh, you know, went and fought this, like, nice, awesome fight. 
and I actually killed uh, the, the head gang member. Um, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. But I, I, that didn't happen with me. I actually talked the, the prick out of it, <laughs> out of the fight. And so um, what's going on here is you have uh, sitting uh, or standing across from us is uh, he's um, Wolflin. And Wolflin is the head gang member uh, of, of the gang there. And they're, 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 they're thieves. And they're causing problems around um, uh, the around Rutai, and so basically, um, you're you're commissioned to say, "Listen, they're causing all this trouble. We need to stop this. You're going to have to go and stop them." And um, there's someone else that you go with. I, I won't try and go all the names in the story and stuff because eventually you'll you'll be able to see what happens when you play the game. But you can try and talk the head this guy Wolflin out of it. Say, "Hey, man." You guys are stealing stuff. You're causing problems. You're threatening you. Get the hell out of here. You know, maybe you can maybe you can be a little more gentle in your approach and just use your speech go or try and persuade him. Or you can try and intimidate him without having to fight. But if you fail to do that, this skirmish will commence. And then you're fighting with with uh, Captain Bernard, and, and Captain Bernard is cousins with Wolflin, and Captain Bernard wants him dead anyway. So it's funny because if you talk Wolflin out of it, Captain Bernard's not going to uh, be happy because he wants his cousin dead because he's hurting the family name. But with this skirmish, uh, if you see with my cursor, you could go up by these trees up here and or be, an, be an archer. Or there's archers that will go up here, and they have archers back over here in this corner. And you could try and shoot them from here. So you don't have to necessarily go with your guys. But <clears throat> they're talking smack back and forth right now. So eventually they get pissed and they just charge each other. Or you can start the fight yourself. There's your archers up there. You can start the fight yourself by using your bow and arrow if you have one. And you could shoot it and try and hit one of them. Or you can just say, screw it, I'm going to do like Spartacus and go and attack them all. Well, good luck going in the middle of this fight, because this is not an arcade game. You're going to die. Like, they're going to crush you. You know, you get hit from the back, it's no good, or whatever. But you need to be kind of tactical about how you do this. You might want to go with, like, you might want to double team, right? You might want to stay back and use your bow and arrow. It's up to you. It doesn't matter. So, here you go, you hear him talking. Um, let's just talk just for a little more. Here we go. They're all getting fired up, right? So, oh, here we go. Toby's going to try and see if he can hit him. So they've already charged, and I think he missed with the ball. So Toby sucks with the ball, by the way. He'll be happy to know I said that. Anyways. <clears throat> um, and can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we can. I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of just listening and... No, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. So, okay. So here we go. Um... This is also going to go over really quickly. But, like, if you lose too many guys, your captain might say to retreat. And then you can decide to retreat or still fight. And the game's still going to go on. But there you go. That's if you use your, that, that, uh, that, that, that helmet with the visor, of course. And, well, let's watch. Let's try to play itself out. The music will be really intense. Fighting. Oh, little strike in the back. <laughs> So, yeah, again, th this is, like, it, you'll have the, the music actually can, um, oh, do you, you see how sometimes they'll favor their arm? Sometimes that's actually how they hold their sword, so it doesn't mean his arm is damaged, but you might notice that later on when you play, uh, if they're hitting a particular part. So, okay, bodies are all over the field, but Toby at this point is giving different takes. This is not also the same exact skirmish. You might have just fit some in here and some in there just to give everyone an idea of what you can, how, what you can do. 
So one guy lost his sword. You see that? He's actually still fighting though with his fist. So it might have been knocked out or whatever. Do you think with this game people are going to be surprised about what weapon is actually? Because you know everyone's going to be like, I want to, I want to have a sword. But you actually think about it, and the spare is actually an extremely good weapon in that, uh, especially with Ema. Like, um, and I think yes. people might actually be surprised by it, especially like clubs, like you were saying earlier. People don't think of that. You know, they see a sword, and it's like that's the best. And it, but it's not always true, you know. So I'm guessing sure. the game is going to have a lot of that. All right, man, you know what? It, that, so based on communities, there you go. You can see it's another playthrough here, and we're trying to hit this dude with a, with a bow and arrow. Um, everything you use has advantages and disadvantages, right? Like a halberd is meant from mid to long range. So a halberd is a particular spear, right? And the, the fans actually, like we were thinking about not actually putting that into the game. And, oh, victory. But um, <laughs> we ended up putting the halberd back in the game because the fans really wanted it. And so the halberd ha does better, like, stabbing damage. So it, it can actually do better against more, like, the uh, heavy armor. And it can... There we go. So that's the end of that. We finally made it to the end, boys. But... Nice. Um, and it, it, so you want to use it from mid to long range, whereas a sword uh, might be better for short to mid range. And But the sword is not going to do as much damage against the full plate armor. So maybe you want to use um, uh, a mace or an axe. Uh, there's going to be all different types of swords. And, you know, short swords, long swords, whatever... But um, even the bow and arrow, if you notice it, there's no cursor over it. So you, how do you get better at it? Well, there's target practice. Use it more. If you level up your, your bow, you'll be able to zoom in more. If you, it'll be, um, if you try and hold on to the bow too long, you'll start to shake and your hands will like move just like it would in real life. Because um, it's not going to be like Legolas in Lord of the Rings. He's like, you know, you have to be strong to use a bow. So... Oh yeah, they're no joke. You like you're talking about seventy. Well, you got some sixty pound weight pulls, but you have ninety pounds, and yeah, you know, it's a lot of force. <laughs> but you know, I I could go on all day about this, but uh, you know, again, it's it's coming out February thirteenth, two thousand eighteen, and you know, it, there's gonna everyone's gonna have a different story to tell because, you know, like I said, that skirmish doesn't need to happen. If you want to be more of that guy that wants to try and be more persuasive you can even seduce people you know whatever i mean it there's going to be particular things that happen in the game there's only one ending but it really is up to you how you get there and for those who are wondering too you can you know if you were to the average gamer i'm going to guess is going to put in between 30 and 50 hours but you can easily put in over 100 hours it's it's just up to you so well, I think we should actually get, uh, we got a, a couple questions backing up, so maybe we should just get into some Q&A, and then after that, maybe if we got some questions, we'll ask you. Um, Let's do it. Mr. Stein, which I always love him, he, I, I don't know if you've seen him on Twitter, he's hes pretty active, um, he said, okay. ask if backers can choose the Xbox version and how. Ah, great question. So, um we are you're going to be able to choose your your preference right now we don't have details on that but if you have backed the game you will be able to choose if you want it on xbox <clears throat> playstation or pc so the, you'll, the, there will be good news of course of course you'll be able to do that we just haven't um had all the details just yet and we have we have a little bit of time since it comes out in february but yeah we will we'll definitely have some concrete this is how it works but yes you'll be able to do that 
have they thrown you an Xbox One X dev kit yet? <laughs> yeah, you, you guys are funny. No, no. But no. let me tell you something. We love the Xbox One X and we love the PS4 Pro. But I, I have no shame in saying I, I still like playing Xbox better. But, uh, you know, and, and, I, and I, I'm not just saying that for you guys because I, I, I know y'all, your, your heart and passion for Xbox, believe me. I, well, whatever. You know what? I'm just going to say it. Xbox, PS4 sucks. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I have a PS4. I actually love the PS4. I love playing like, I, I, um, uh, I actually still have Uncharted to play, but I love playing, uh, what's that one survival game? Um, uh, the, the father, or the, the guy and the girl. What's, uh, oh, the Last of Us. The Last of Us. Oh, my goodness. That's really sad. One of the best. The Last of Us. But anyways, I, I, I still prefer Xbox. But we, as a company, um, we actually had the PS4 Pros that you could play at E3, and, or PC, but uh, we really do like the Xbox One X, but, you know, there's nothing official on that yet. I think this is more of an opinion question than a, hey, is this a fat or, like, kind of, like, whether or not it's true. What do you think it will run on the One X, if you had to guess? He specifically says, will it run 4K? But I'm just, I'm going to ask it more of a question of what do you think it will get up to? Like, what kind of enhancements do you think you guys will do? Well, even even Dan Varber put up a tweet how we were we were running... Um, you know, we obviously want to shoot always for 60 FPS, of course, and we always want to shoot for the highest resolution possible. I mean, if you've seen our presentations and the and even the, the the trailers are, you know, we our trailers are like, I know everyone likes to say in game, right? But like you, when you saw the the trailer in the beginning, uh, that that's that's you know it's 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 in it's in game, and I. I, I don't have the official, like, this is what it is, boom, 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 boom for you yet. I don't. But I, I will tell you that if you've even seen a little bit of what we had, even in our beta, and we've come along right from our beta, this game's going to run in a, in a pretty darn high resolution. It's going to look, it's going to be one of the best, man, this is a bold statement, I'm just going to say it. If you walk through our forests in the game, you're going to be hard-pressed to find anything that's better looking than our forests, our ponds, the creeks. I, 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 I actually challenge someone to find a better looking forest than in our game. You won't even care about how high the resolution is. If a game looks good, like, for example, Rise. People complain about Rise because it was upscaled. I'm like, are you kidding me? It looks better than half the games you claim are 1080. <laughs> Who the hell cares yeah. about your Yeah, well, people, people are hung up on resolution. That's definitely true. Dude, Rise still looks better than some of the games that have been released recently. Oh, yeah. Rise looks insane. Yeah. And guess what? They use CryTech, the CryEngine, and that's what we're using. <laughs> so you're in for a treat, brothers and sisters. Uh... <laughs> One on Twitter was uh, any update on the Xbox One version of the game. Oh, oh, we 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 already have we've already played on the Xbox. Um, so it's 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 going to be available just as much as it is on the play, PlayStation. It's it's uh, you know we. I'm not going to lie. It's really hard when you try to put them all on the same level because you have high details and visuals on the PC. And let's get this out of the way. If anyone really believes that. You know, you can uh, keep up with a PC. Can you really? Because you can always upgrade it. Oh, yeah. If you, if you want to drop the money, you can get two GTX 1080 Ti's. You can do all kinds of stuff. But but, but make no mistake about it. If, if You've seen how um, games with CryEngine have already looked on the Xbox One. You're going to see very uh, high-detailed visuals on the Xbox One. And we, it runs just fine on the Xbox. So, yes, we have a lot of polishing to do. Of course we do. But it's... It's coming out on all consoles, and it's going to run well on all platforms. Uh, what do you guys think of the um, 
Uh, I guess, well, that's kind of a dumb question. I was going to ask, uh, play anywhere, but then I think about it, like, um, what I really was going to ask is, uh, about updating it for PS4 Pro and Xbox One X, but I, you're already doing it for PS4 Pro, so it's kind of a dumb question, because, sure enough, you're most likely going to do it for Xbox One X also. <laughs> hey, like uh, I said, we love everything, so. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I mean, personally, I, I, I did have a question of my own that I, I was wondering, how much can you personalize yourself in the game? I get you're playing a character. You, you can only go so far. Um, but will you have your own house that you can go to to rest? Because I know, isn't sleep part of the game something I remember? Yeah. And will you have your own house or will that change over time depending on your allegiances and who you're with and... Oh, excellent question, because we've got a few few things you touched on there. First off, uh, Henry is Henry, just like um, the, in The Witcher, you know, you have one character, right? Yeah. And it's a very story-driven game, and because it's a very story-driven game, um, and, and heck, uh, on a side note, even, like, if you're, you, you know, you have blood on you, people will talk about the blood on you, uh, there's, Henry is, <clears throat> albeit he's a fictional character in a, in a mostly non-fictional world, if you will, um, Henry will always be Henry. And because, again, Henry, um, you know, you, well, the obvious is you can't change his name because his, he has a father and mother. But, yeah, his facial appearances are going to stay as is. And, and um, <clears throat> uh, well, that's pretty much that. You won't be able to customize your character in that regard. But how you can customize your character, if you will, is by the different forms of the armor that you want to put on, um, the different layers of clothing. But... Um, what else did we just talk about that you were just asking? Oh, about the house. Well, your home, your homeland's raided, right? And, and it's burned to the ground. So you won't have a house there. And because Henry is going to be finding out what's going on, he has a lot of work to do. So he's going to be on the go a lot. So um, there's not going to A lot of camping is what you're saying, is what I'm getting from this. <laughs> well, yeah. And here's what's kind of cool, right? If, if you have, like, a, for example, a halberd, if you have a halberd, you can't stash it in your inventory in the game. It's not like Skyrim where you can, like, stash... Necessarily, like, um, well, you can try actually. You can stash a bunch of stuff in a chest, but if it, it like, it, let's say it's a vacant place, right? Or maybe you killed the people who live there, and now it's your place. Good luck, though, because you're gonna have to be very stealthy about not getting caught about doing that, because the guards will come after you. But someone could go and steal your goods. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, if if you leave, like, um, you you you, uh, oh, getting back to the halberd. Like I said, you can't put that in your inventory because it's a long spear, right? Uh, long two-handed weapon so you have to if you don't want to lose it you have to like put it somewhere safe but if you leave it somewhere like in the grass and someone finds it they're going to take it um if you try to skip ahead in time because you uh you talked about like sleeping and stuff and there's there's a time in the game it's not a completely like one-to-one -one as far as time goes but um and you're, you're you're just trying to skip time well people the npcs are still doing stuff it's not just skipping time Maybe the, one of the NPCs decides to walk around. And he's like, "Oh, look at that sword! That looks amazing. I'm taking it." And then all of a sudden, you skip that time, and your sword's gone, or your helper's gone. I have a silly um, question: If that would have, if that, if that did happen, and you actually went out of the way to try to find the NPC that took it, could you actually find the guy that took it and yeah, get of it course. back? Okay, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, there's no random spawns in the game. Every NPC that's there is there. Even like the little boss battles, if you will. Um, when I say boss battles, I'm not talking about like, superhuman strength. I'm just talking about a guy who maybe is definitely more well-equipped and is stronger and has more heavier armor. But 
that guy's always in the game. He's not just going to appear randomly. So in other words, like there, there might be like one guy that's a really important guy that maybe you want to kill, and you could like skip past a whole bunch of side quests or ways to find out where he is, and you could get lucky and find him and kill him. Um, so a lot of neat things can happen there. But as far as sleeping goes, sleeping is used to like recover your health and to get rest. You got to do both. So. Yeah, it cool. sounds. I mean, like I can't. Like honestly, you've done such a great job. And from what I heard from E3, you did an awesome job just giving presentations. And thank you, one. I yes. you did an awesome job. So uh, he did an awesome job, and he also was very accessible to the fans and came to the Xbox for. Like I said, when I literally said the guy was, um, just, <laughs> it, I mean, really in that much uh, fatigue, he was very fatigued that he was he couldn't he couldn't even stand. Um, this was at nine o'clock, and that's from presentations of all day, and that's uh, going to the Xbox fan event just to, you know, um, you know, even get more word out on this game. I have to say, uh, you know, uh, he is a good employee. <laughs> Put it that way. I, 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 I mean, he puts his heart and soul, and um, you know, I, I'm 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 even tired from from that moment. <laughs> like uh, I said, Jackson it, Cut it, is it, saying, "Give Rick a raise." Yes. You heard it wow. here. Martin, <laughs> Martin's from Warhorse. No. But um no, on 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 the reality, uh um I have to say, uh it's just uh your your work really was you know, great and, and thank you for that. Oh, you're very welcome and honestly too, I mean yes, I, I did um I, I actually went to actually Tim and you guys, man, help me out help a brother out because I uh I asked Aaron Greenberg, and it's cool because Aaron. Listen, Aaron Greenberg is is awesome, and I, I went and said hi because it's the first time I met him uh, in person, and I was you know I was saying hey man I was just just curious and I mean I know you're busy but I was just wondering have you heard of our game Kingdom Come Deliverance and he's like no, and then that moment I pictured myself back in the middle ages middle ages with a halberd, and I'm like man and he has no armor on too so I could get him really good. <laughs> no, nice. actually I was like oh man I was like okay cool I gave him my card and look. We all know how it is with business cards. I mean, if he still has it, I'd be very impressed. Not that he threw it away, but it's so hard to even not misplace a business card. But, like, you know, sometimes, man, if, like, uh, Warhorse and myself is tweeting something out, like, maybe say, hey, Aaron, hey, Mike Ybarra, hey, Phil, dudes, check it out. <laughs> I can only cool. imagine how much those guys, when they get there, they're being pulled in a thousand directions. Just... Oh, it, it, yes, absolutely. Like, those guys are super busy. And, like, those guys are exhausted. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm still making time for the fans. That was the first time Aaron Greenberg went to an expert zone party, I believe, too. I Have you uh, ever seen the footage? I don't know if, I think it was 2015. Um, it was Adam Sessler's last E3, and I don't, as a journalist. And if you go back and watch the footage of him, he is flussed. He looks abs. He looks like oh, he just done. got out of being beat up by, like, a gang of men. Like, just getting beat the crap out of. And it, and it just. Everything I've ever read about E3, like the way he looked, was a, a representation of that. Just he I, was. I talked point. to him the next year. He's Did a pretty you? cool guy. And then yeah, yeah. I saw him. I didn't get a chance to talk to him the next time, but I saw him this year. But yeah, I'm, and honestly, too, I'm a gamer, man. I, I I always go to that expert zone party. And you know what? If my a couple of my guys from Warhorse, I got, I you know, they went too. But if they didn't go, I didn't care. Because I told you guys, I'm a huge Xbox gamer, and I'm actually um, friends with Ben Rudolph, Ben the PC guy, and. I've gotten to know Ben. You guys know Ben the PC guy? No, I don't. I had to look him up. You follow him on Twitter, Ben the PC guy. He's like the head guy of the Microsoft Evangelists. Um, and he, uh, 
big influencer in Microsoft, and he's just such an awesome down-to-earth guy, and he has a big family like me, and uh, that, that's a good way with how we relate and stuff like that. And he, he's, oh, actually, um, he used to, like, uh, like host the, the, the party and, like, do all this stuff, but he does so much now that he doesn't uh, host it as much as he used to. Now it's this guy named Farouk who does the Expert Zone party, which he's awesome, too. But I, I just like to go there and say hi. I was, I was looking forward. I saw Tim. That was cool. I met, um, uh, was it Juan? And I met, no, Southbound. That's who I met for the first time. Um, that was cool meeting him. And I, and I got to play uh, Crackdown, which is awesome. So I, I'm a huge gamer, man. I went, believe me. I, it, honestly, it's very exhausting, like obviously we already said. And sometimes I don't want to do the presentation. Let me be honest with you. Like, it doesn't mean I don't want to talk about the game. But I want to go and see the games. I'm like, yeah. what the flip? I want to go see Steve Honestly, games. I was going to ask no. you if you even managed to get away from the booth. Because I've, I've actually seen no. certain guys go, no, I didn't even get a second. Like, Not a second. Not a and second. And again, I love the game. I love talking about it. And don't get me wrong. Even if I don't want to do it, I still am excited about doing it. But I, what, all I meant is I want to be able to, you know, I'd like to be able to sneak off, but I can't. And that's the the beauty though of working in the industry is you have the opportunity to do something that fans love that they'd want to know more about the game and I get to talk about it I get to I get to look at stuff that people haven't looked at yet I get to play parts that people haven't yet you know that's just the truth that's that's the cool thing I get to know the ins and outs you know and so how can I complain right but at the same time I definitely look forward to when Jr um, our, our marketing guy right he's so cool he's he just comes like, all right, guys, let's go. I'm like, oh, yes. Now let's go to the parties. Let's go get the food because I love the gaming parties and meeting all the cool people we do. Um, so, yeah. Um, I actually have – we're going to do two more questions from because, you know, they've been waiting. So I'm just going to do it. And these are going to be the last questions, guys. So I don't want to bug you too much. Uh, were the old King's Quest games an influence? Uh, did it, do you know any of the guys at the back of the studio that played those games? Well, let's put it this way. Um, there's a lot of games that have been played by because we have you know 115 people and some like we've had. Um, so you have Dan Barber, I said that worked on Mafia One and Mafia Two, and then there's also uh, some of our guys have worked on uh, Operation Flashpoint, and um, there was I can I can never remember the Alien game they worked on that was well known, not XCOM, but whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, you know there's been a, several games that have been an influence. You know King's Quest in particular. I'm not entirely sure if I would say exactly about King's Quest, but of course we're inspired by, you know, other games for sure. But it's just, it's a very different game in the respect that no one else has ever before made a, a game based on history this much from a first-person perspective. It will n actually never in Bohemia, in the Czech Republic. And being that Dan lives there, he wanted to do that. And, you know, you, 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 can, you can see, like, there's going to be times you might be like, oh, wow, this kind of has, like, um, the environment kind of looks like uh, Skyrim at this particular time, right? You might get, like, hints of that so of course there's there's a lot of inspirations and you kind of put some of that together and you come up with a lot of your own stuff too oh you guys there oh i'm sorry yeah i'm i'm here i had to oh. mute for a moment yeah um <laughs> we're just gonna have blank space in the middle of the podcast it's fine sometimes you have to <laughs> uh have blinks you know nothing um well, we're when is the next beta patch coming? I thought, you know, just, you know? <laughs> yeah, so that's that's another question that's asked. Um, well, not as much now because on, on Reddit and Steam, I finally I finally made a mini FAQ. 
and um, we've actually been well, saying this. Go ahead, for, plug that. What is what exactly? Uh, what's the subreddit it's on, so people can go and see that. Oh, reddit.com/slash/kingdomcome/deliverance. Um, uh, um, you know what? I could also do you know like our website kingdomcomerpg.com, um, and then uh, let me see the exact here. And then, of course, you know, at Warhorse Studios for Twitter while we're talking about all that stuff. Um, it's so sometimes I, it's funny. I'm on there like five to ten times a day. Well, you don't okay. think about it. It's just. Yeah. So reddit.com slash r slash kingdom come. Okay, cool. Yeah. So if you got any questions, deep questions about the game, definitely go check out his. That, that was a good idea for you to do. That helps your job quite a bit, I would think. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Now, are you going with a worldwide release uh, on all platforms, or is there going to be first on PC, then to Worldwide. Console? Worldwide February 13th. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. I can't, I can't wait to, like, sometime maybe we could do even a, a podcast. Not that we have to wait that long, but, like, after we've played a little bit, we can all kind of talk about some of the things we experienced, you know, because we'll have a lot of cool different stories to tell. Oh, yeah, definitely. We'll do that after it releases, like, big time, because, I mean... It's fun talking to you, and I mean, definitely after we actually get to put our hands on this game, and then you, can, <laughs> then you can uh, oh, yeah. kind of have an orgasm with people. Uh, you know, it's like you've been part of building it, so you know, it, it's awesome to have other people play with it. Um, yes. Uh, let me see. Should we? I think we should just talk about E3 now. I mean, I, I'm. Do you have any last things you would like to say about Kingdom Come? I mean, I think. Everyone listening to this has already been sold, but uh, twice. <laughs> <laughs> twice over. Uh, well, th- just just you know, if anyone wants to look more about our game, you can obviously like you can Google like us on YouTube, Twitter, or go to KingdomComeRPG.com. Um, you know, you can follow Wars on Twitter, follow me on Twitter, Rick Five Two Nine Two. I talk about the game all the time, or at least even direct messages. I don't care. But also, you know, um, oh, that was it. That's what I want to say at the end is the the poster, right? The little thing we were gonna do. Yeah. Um, so that actual screenshot, that poster is something that uh, was we, we the, the only time we printed that out was at E3. So it's incredible, incredibly rare. So it's actual E3 swag, an awesome poster. It's used. It's not in perfect shape because we we had to put sticker behind it, right? But it's an awesome poster that you can feel free to put up wherever you want in your house to do whatever you want with it. And um, I honestly. Uh, Right before I was thinking of how we could do this at the last minute, because that's what I was thinking about, how we could do the contest, my dog ran out of the dang house, or well, we let him out, and he, for the first time in weeks, just took off. And so my wife's like, honey, you got to follow me. I'm like, no, podcast is starting. you got to do it. And then it was funny. She took off in her van, and then he came back anyway, and she was still driving, and I waited to tell her that, that we found him. <laughs> but I, I, didn't, I didn't get that extra couple minutes to think of how we could do the contest, but we, we could just maybe, I mean, I, I wanted to make sure that they were at least following you guys because you guys have a good podcast and it would be cool to have more people know about you. I'm not worried about if they follow our Twitter account or not because I believe they will if they're interested in our game. But, you know, at the end, maybe we could just, um, uh, you know, whether you guys want to have someone respond to one of your tweets or the people that retweeted it already, you know, um, we, we, we could just choose someone randomly and then I'll, they need to, you know, have them follow me or whatever, message me and I'll, uh, I'll mail them the, the poster. All right, definitely. Um, I just I wanted to give people listening because main, most of the people that lis, uh, you know listen to us, of course, do it over podcast app. So I wanted to give them a chance of winning it too. 
So, yeah. um, guys, definitely, if you want to be eligible to win the poster, this uh, go ahead and follow Xbox underscore Uncut on Twitter. Um, and then um, we had a. T- I, I kind of hate Twitter because I guess I could have. I should go ahead and pin it on my profile that uh, tweet. But I kind of wanted people to retweet it to be eligible. But it's kind of hard to do it that way, you know. Um, really kind of <laughs> just rolling with it. Um, right. But I think we're just going to keep with that retweet thing. So I'm going to go ahead and pin that tweet on my profile. So just go ahead and uh, find that. It's going to be on the Xbox Uncut Twitter profile. So follow us and then retweet it. And then uh, I will go through them. And I guess a maybe tomorrow uh maybe late cool. tomorrow the uh the day after that just to make sure everyone's had a chance and then we will uh, find a winner sounds good that's great um now e3 time how much do you hate e3 now <laughs> mm. <laughs> tim tim you're back tim well i like i said i i i actually had a colon sick i mean i had worked the last three days but um my energy level was really low and uh, just didn't feel right. Uh, I, f- I slept pretty much all today, so I feel a little bit better. But, you know, that's how debilitating it is. I mean, you're talking, you know, Rick knows, you're talking. And you yeah, know, guys had to fly you back on, and forth. You, on, you run on adrenaline basically the whole week. That's the problem. You run. You feel great the whole week or you're tired at the end of the day, but you go to sleep, you wake up in like four hours, cannot sleep. Go right to you know social world. At least I do. I see everyone going crazy. There is just a crazy you know crazy vibe, and it's a lot of energy. But you know the old saying, "What goes up must come down," and, and it's true. It's just true. You know, I came back and I had a party and I had to work. You know, help my wife with it, and you know we we you know it was that was work, and I just haven't stopped. But I have to say, E three this year was freaking the best E three ever. Um, it was uh, 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 what a what a what a what a fun what craziness. Um, the people, the Xbox fans that I've met, I have to say, uh, you guys got to get there. That's the bottom line. Hopefully next year, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, but just just try to try to make it out there. You know, start saving now because it is a time that I think all gamers really should experience, especially Xbox gamers because. Uh, Xbox kind of does it, you know, with with everything. If you can get into Fan Fest, obviously. Yeah, you I know, don't I'm... mean to demean Sony. Like they really, like Sony should really have their own Fan Fest. I don't care if people feel they're <laughs> copying or anything, but mm-hmm. they really like it. Would be awesome for them to be reach out to their community that way, and it doesn't feel like they do. I know they do their own event, and of course, you know, definitely right. credit to them there. And Microsoft should do their own event at the end of the year, also. I think. But they really should have their own fan fest. They should really get their fans in there. Like, I think they would have had a much better presentation if they had actually fans. Like, it kind of felt, like, really dry. Uh, Yeah. Like, the kind of people there. Not very many people just... And don't get me wrong. Of course, you had people, like, applauding at the Xbox conference for, you can pre-order these games now, and people applauded that. And it was like... (laughs) Uh, But... You know, mm-hmm. it, it kind of really felt dry at the Sony conference without, like... And they've done the fan thing where they let in a bunch of fans, but... Right. They should really do their own fan fest. And get a Major Nelson, by the way. Yeah, well, well, I, I feel like, um... 
you know, I'm sure that they'll do things. But, you know, on the Xbox side, I'm familiar with it, obviously. I have to say, though, they give us first, first-class treatment. And um, I'm very thankful to Xbox, you know, uh, for the way they treated the fans. I mean, they gave away about... I would say $500 in, in whether it was, you know, uh, headsets, Xbox Live, a year of Xbox Live, a year of, uh, you know, uh, uh, Game Pass, shirts, pins, you, you name it, you know, dinners, you know, uh, well, places to go, big parties where you have all the executives all over the place talking to the fans. Like I said, it is a, uh, it is a, a, these give you the memories of a lifetime. Um, I'm probably going next year, but there's a possibility that my, I'm one year I might take off just because, you know, uh, it is so grueling and it is so so much fun. But it, you know, it, it's a lot. It really is. And and you know, I've I've experienced it now three times. Um, I think all like all of us. In, in this podcast, uh, you know, you know, who've been, you know, staff was not here, but even, you know, who's been here, we all have to experience it one one day or another. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? For our line exactly. or not to play a game, we all need to experience it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you will, I think that you guys will be very happy. And who knows? Who knows? Maybe they do a thousand fan fest next year. Who knows how they do it? Uh, but, you know, it's, it's the fan fest has grown so much that. Like I said, I have to thank um, Microsoft and Xbox because they really do. Like, they treat us better than they press. They put the press in the back. When we go in, we walk in front of the press and we, you know, we get front row seats. We get parties, you know, and I'm sure the press, some of the press don't like that. You know, they're like, ah, well, you know, but but that's just the way Xbox treats their fan it's a first class uh experience and uh, i got two say, things I, to tell you tim one when i was watching the live stream i did hear you yell yeah near the beginning of it which was <laughs> i could definitely tell the tone of your voice nice nice <laughs> well i was close to the cameras too because yeah. i was i was very close all i heard was yeah and i was like that's tim <laughs> yeah no, i've heard people say that to me um secondly how was that 4k hdr screen that they had oh, that sounds absolutely amazing yeah unbelievable i have to say it was the most craziest thing i've seen on a tv it, it, it was sick and i don't know how it looked on Did the screen stealing it no. <laughs> <laughs> well actually it was the way they made it it was uh i think phil was telling people how they made it it was a special way that they made it you know it wasn't like i think they like it was four screens put together, or some some something like that. It was wow, crazy. Insane. Yeah, it was it was crazy, and um, so there must have zero bezel because I couldn't see any on that. Like it looked yeah. like one screen. I don't know. I don't know. If, don't don't quote me on that, but I know that they had some type of crazy uh, way that they did it, and um, and seeing it up close, I mean, it was it was sick. I mean, I would love to play a game like that on that, but. Um, you know, and and everything was uh, a great. They they were very tough on the phones though this year. Usually, they would let people tweet and stuff. They were like, no way. I don't know if that was because of the Porsche, but they were throwing people out who actually took their phones out. And I had some woman wow. watching me, so I couldn't tweet the whole time. You know, I, I wanted to tweet, hey, you know, this is uh, this is exclusive or PUBG's coming. I couldn't do anything, but. Um, yeah, they, they, they did some really cool stuff there. 
Um, you know, this is for both Rick and Tim. What games did you guys play? Like, what did you like? I, I t or Rick was Crackdown the only game you got to play, other than King Gum. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, I was just testing something. Can you guys still hear me? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah, just rub it in. Yeah, I couldn't play anything. Uh, but, all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not hating on you. No, I, I know. I, well, so yeah, my only experience was with, uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, just with Crackdown, but. You know, from the little bit wow. I, I, way, I way to way to pile on the crackdown eight. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, no, no. I, 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 hey, if anything, right? I I had to choose like only one game, and I chose that game. So yeah. I, you know, I I cannot wait to play the multiplayer aspects. But yeah. you know, they were obviously just showing the single player, and it's it's very intense. It's it looks it looks better. It plays better. It's very smooth. It, dude, the action is insane. Um, I love the explosions. I love being able to use a lot of the things in the environment and the way you can jump around, move around, a lot of like the other crackdowns, but it's just so much uh, more interesting and appealing to me. But, you know, the games I would have wanted to play, the, the game I wanted to play the most, even though I did get to play that last E3, um, was uh, Sea of Thieves. So, oh, yeah. But, yep, I only played Crackdown. Are you in the technical alpha for it? You know what, man? This day and age, I barely have time to okay. play. Yeah, people. that's right. Like, so I, I'm playing Dark Souls so much. I'm trying to actually play through it so I can catch. And then I, I'm playing Ghost Recon. Man, Week you were Ro still playing yeah. Dark Souls last time we talked. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm telling you. I, I can barely play we need anymore. To send help. I, we need no. to send help. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I, I'm trying to catch it. Like, I'm also trying to play through Ghost Recon with a, with a buddy of mine. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah. And, and so when I get through that and get through this, Maybe I can try and get into The Witcher a little bit. Then I also want to get ready for, like, I know Cuphead's coming out. Uh, mm -hmm. in a so i got to get ready for that. I want to get ready for, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I have too so many backlog games. I still got to play Uncharted, like I said. Um, Horizon I still want to play. I still, I don't know. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the advantage is you got a lot of great games to play. <laughs> yeah. None of those are bad games at all. Uh, no, so yeah, you're good on that. Uh, <laughs> oh, and Quantum Break too. I still got to play Quantum Break. Oh, that's a good game. Yeah. Oh. So I got a question. I don't know how old your uh, oldest kid is, but do you plan on taking them to E3 one day? Just like just to make them have to experience it. I would <laughs> like, be force them amazing. through it. <laughs> it, it, it. You know what? I, I was. This is the first year I talked to one of my daughters about it, but she's only 12. You have to be 18 or maybe yeah. 17. But um, she's like, oh no, I wouldn't want to go. Like she, she likes <laughs> like yeah, she likes video games. Like we, like we, I, we put in. Well, they watched me play over a, like a month and a half to two months, over 120 hours of Breath of the Wild. Um, oh yeah. But you know, so they, they and they like to play Mario Kart and all that, but not to where she'd actually want to go. But who knows? In six years, maybe uh, maybe by then she'll uh, she'll want to go. Oh yeah, definitely be awesome. Used to get her cosplay as a just get her a full suit of armor. Just Kingdom Come Deliverance six year anniversary uh cosplay. <laughs> All right, right. <laughs> uh how about you, Tim? Well, what was what was your um, favorite I game played, you played? Well, I uh, I don't like staying online and 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 that type of stuff, but I will watch them. Uh and I played a couple. I played Dragon Ball Z, which oh, uh the fight the fighter. Game, Freaking yeah. awesome! That's yeah, it gonna be amazing. a big hit. Very fun to play. I played that with uh, Xbox Junkie. Uh, he beat me, but um, really cool. I, I played Madden. 
Uh, it, it's good. It's the same type map. It's very shiny. Um, Got to play a little bit more. I'm interested in the uh, in the grow a player or build a player. You can go through college. Um, the last night that game looks. Oh, God. I don't know. I didn't see that. No, I saw the artful uh, artful um, escape. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Freaking yeah. looks. The artful escape looks crazy. It just looked really colorful. Really interesting game. Um, the uh, a lot of the indies on the floor were very uh, well received. Uh, Oogles, that game was pretty uh, funny, um, but I, I, I watched Crackdown and I like it. I, I, I feel with Crackdown that it's more or less, uh, uh, you know, it's a good game. It's Crackdown on steroids. I've said that a lot. It's 4K Crackdown, um, but I feel like that game, that game is more or less attacked on single player type deal where you know we had these deals where uh you know multiplayer wasn't as good as a single player in this case i think that this is a game where when you see the destruction and everything from what i'm hearing it's it's you get a different perspective so that's kind of what the murkiness i feel is is that people think that that's the full game it's not uh, what uh, what they're doing with the multiplayer is uh, fully destructible, and uh, it's from what I heard, it's like GTA Online, um, you know, uh, in 4K, or you know, somebody was giving me that comparison, uh, a GTA Online with Red Faction combined. Um, oh yeah, so, and that was yeah. what it was like described. Well, Grand Theft Auto Online didn't exist at the time. But that's what even what the first crackdown was described as. It was like Grand Theft Auto mixed with the Red Faction. Like it's right. it's really um, like that. I played F one, looks good, but I played Forza. Forza's just Amazing. I mean Forza's amazing. It's just another level. Yeah. It's another level. Uh you know, we've oh, yeah. we've come to the point where you know, the dynamic weather that they had. And I remember when that came in, you know, and you were talking about this on Twitter. People were like, oh, it's a card game. Who cares? Who cares? It's a, it does a big deal. If, if that was the case, games like Project Cars 2 would be a locked 4K60. The, the yeah. And that game does not look as good as this. The bottom line is, is that Turn 10 is the best developer, technically-wise, I feel, uh, with Coalition 2nd. Um, for Microsoft, in 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 my opinion, I feel that they uh, are just they just are Dan Greenwalt and his team is just amazing, and that game uh, delivers. It's going to be uh, you know what you expect now from the Forza. It's going to do well. It's going to score well. Uh, everything uh, looked amazing. I saw Sea of Thieves on a running on a 4K monitor, about a 65. Uh-huh. It must have looked like a Pixar movie. Yeah, the 4K, the 4K, I mean, that game, let me tell you something, I talked to, I actually DM'd Craig about that, Craig Duncan, um, the 4K makes that game look different, it really Mm -hmm. does, I mean, when you see that, and you look at that, and you look at the, the colors, and the water, what I saw on that screen was one of the most impressive things uh, going. Well, it's funny um, because you have people, they look at Minecraft and like, Minecraft in 4K, whatever. That does That's dumb. Well, but the thing I is, have, until you play Minecraft 4K, and it looks amazing because it's not just about right. complicated visuals. Like, 4K really right. does make a huge difference. I have to say, though, Xbox had a really good lineup of games on the floor. Everyone was playing them, could not get to them, very hard to get to them, even on the events. People are really into it. Um, but 
going back, um, my final thoughts on this was we went to a demo. And it was a closed-door demo that not everyone could see. You had a win, and I just luckily won. And uh, the demo included Dolby Atmos uh, for Gears 4 and Forza 7. And it also was the 4K updates to Minecraft and the lighting updates to Minecraft, the draw distance on Minecraft, and what they added to Gears, which I believe is 4K assets, 4K resolution, global. Uh, they added some type of lighting uh, with, uh, they call them God rays, I think is what people refer to them, where the sun beams down. Uh, draw distance improved. Um when I tell you that Gears 4 looked like a different game to me, like it was that that good on a fidelity level um, that I'm going to replay the game because it looked that good on, on uh, 4K. So games awesome. that are getting enhanced, uh, I, I'm really interested in that because the way Gears looked, it looked freaking uh, mazeballs. It was just like when you – I was like, I was actually up and and I was like, holy shit! Like people were like, everyone was like, like wow, like that impressed. The four and the Minecraft was very, very impressive. They're doing like how the lights gl- gl- gleam off glass and uh, they do, they're adding a lot. See, Tim, so. this is where my complaint comes in about like I really they grade A like hundred percent. Them doing four K HDR stream was amazing. But they should have sewn Gears 4 and 4K on stream. I agree. 100%. They should have sewn it. I don't get why they're backdoor about that. It makes no sense. If it well, already looks amazing. I could understand if it wasn't up to snuff yet. Like if it was having issues and they're still it working It could have been out. Gears that they didn't want that. Coalition might Maybe. not have wanted that. Because Maybe, you don't. Yeah. When I tell you when I saw it up close. Like guys and I, from the bottom of my heart. You know. You gotta see this shit. Like. That sold me the whole thing. The whole E3 was great, but that that demo of what that what a what you really have a, a developer go all out on a game and they try to make it the best they can look and they utilize the power and they understand the system and and they just push it out like Gears was like holy shit, like it's a different. It looks so good. Where I have to play the game again because I want to see each and every level. I want to see how that looks there. The draw distance, you notice the draw distance a lot. Like, you know, when you're walking, you, you know, and that, that to me. Well, you in know, 4K, I, you can see the distance. It's yeah, not just you the can draw see distance. The distance. You can actually yeah. see in detail what's out there. And like, people don't realize that. They don't yes, get an that, idea for that. A hundred percent, and like the explosions that you see in the like, there were parts where he blows up the. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this one. He's the mech it's towards the end. Yeah, and uh, he blows Spoilers. up. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I mean, but it's whatever. It is a point where he blows up a bridge, and it's in the far distance. When I tell you that was like one of the things, the God Ray was really impressive too. You could see like scratches on his thing, but when he walks through the sunlight, you could see the light beam over him and uh, really special looking. But when they when they did the explosion in the distance and then the whole, you see the whole entire bridge fall down, the explosion it looks it looked it looked insane. It like it looked like remember when when Sony had the infamous Kill Zone video. And, uh, you know, they had the explosions and everyone was like, what the hell was that? Is that real? I mean, it looked it looked even better than that. Like the explosions and everything that like you saw in the distance 
well, like you said, Jay, you could see it because it's 4K. It, it just, I don't know, that sold me the most. That, was to me, was like the thing that made me say, hey, this is the real deal. If this can be tapped by one developer and other developers are going to take time to make their games look as the best they can, you know, we're, we're, you're in for a treat with Xbox One X. So I, I feel that, yeah, they should have shown it. I asked Phil about the same question. He says we have more time and there there's more time and there'll be a lot more shown off. So I expect that to be shown off. That might be a type of thing where a coalition doesn't want it over a stream or, the, or they, you know, they have to have everything right, you know, because it's their content and... Obviously, it's Microsoft, but the, you know, you, you, there's a lot of people who will say, "Hey, I don't want to. I want people to see that up close, or I, I can only because you, you really, it's 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 hard to experience, I guess, even on a 4K stream. Even though I heard it was unbelievable, but like, I, I mean, just being there in person and seeing that was just a, a, a really crazy experience. Rick, you and Tim have something in common. It's called tangents. No, I'm just. I'm just <laughs> um, I, <laughs> you know, I have to say, I have to say one thing. Will, you've been so quiet. Your hair, though. Yeah, just no. Yeah, just listening. Just I, listening. You You're know. the podcast <laughs> listener. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm one of the you know people who take notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't want to steal any more time from you guys. I think we've had a great podcast. We're not doing what we've been playing for the left guy. It's been it's been enough. Um, <laughs> and I want to let everyone go so they can go do their thing, eat dinner, and all that. So. Um, I just want to thank everyone for coming on, and I know we didn't do a normal show this time. We will next time. Tim might actually want to talk a little bit more about E3, so we'll see what what, what happens. But uh, from everyone at Xbox Uncut, i got to say thank you very much for coming, Rick. Um, yeah, thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. And we appreciate, uh, uh, I want to say thanks to Warhorse Studios for a great-looking game. Can't wait to play it. Um, and... Uh, Thanks for everyone for coming out live uh, and asking questions and engaging with us. And thanks for everyone that listens over the podcast. We really appreciate your support. Um, if you want to send us a letter, we haven't gotten one in a while, which makes me extremely sad. Uh, but <laughs> I'm going to have to start writing fake ones to myself. But uh, letters at xboxuncut.com. Uh, just send us a letter. You yell at us, do whatever you want. Um and uh, have a nice day, guys. Thanks for thanks for coming out. I know I'm cutting it off a little abruptly here, but I, I just I want to let everyone go. We've had a long show, so uh, thanks, guys. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, and then I'm gonna go ahead and play the outro, which you guys can't hear. So I'm just gonna have to ask you guys say bye. <laughs> say bye, to everyone. Bye bye. See you guys. See you guys. Thanks for coming. Oh, if the outro will play. Maybe I can get it to play. Maybe. This this is the epilogue. There we go. There's the epilogue.